Welcome to the Main Lead Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. You can find my website at mainlyplants.com or you can find me on any of the social media uh, that it's at mainlyplants uh, or you can email me um, ryan at mainlyplants.com or direct message me or however uh, you want to get in touch with me, you can. Um, also big news, not really big news, but funny news. Um, I, if you also go to manlyplants.com, you can get to my website. Uh, apparently people, uh, think that I'm saying manly plants when I'm saying mainly plants. So I cut out the middleman and the confusion and you can either go to mainly plants or manlyplants.com. Um, so this week I want to talk about, uh, some, some myths that, uh, revolve around the plant-based or vegan diet. Uh, but first, I want to talk about this guy Vinny Tortorich, and I, I've I've talked about him um, briefly on the podcast before. Uh, he does he's a, a celebrity nutritionist, and he's featured. He has his own podcast, but he's, I listen to him because he's on the Adam Carolla Show podcast, and he <clears throat> does a guest spot on there. Uh, but I have a lot of problems with with what this guy says. Um, if you want to know what what has already irked me, you can feel free to. Uh, get a hold of me and I'll, I'll talk about it with you. But uh, I was listening to um, to him on the Adam Carolla show this this past week, and uh, a couple things he said really bothered me. Aside from his normal stuff, uh, but he was talking about uh, sugar, and he made the statement that sugar, sugar, your body doesn't care what it is or where you get it from, whether it be from fruit or from high fructose corn syrup which astounded me uh, because one is synthetic and one's natural and your body does recognize the difference and absorbs them differently and they have different effects on your body. Uh, so to, to be a nutritionist and say that, you know, all sugar is the same and it doesn't matter if you're getting the sugar from, you know, bleached white sugar from a candy bar or sugar from an apple or banana or high fructose corn syrup sugar from a soda, uh, it doesn't matter they're all the same. Uh, it's it's irresponsible and it's false. Uh, and then he was going on to say, you know, he he was saying uh, he did a he, he does a thing where you have to guess the right answer. And he's saying, what's what's the best option for you uh, out of all these tacos, grilled fish, chicken, or a beef taco? I uh, didn't give the option for any kind of um, you know like portobello taco or you know station taco. Nothing nothing wholly plant based, but. Uh, that's besides the point. Uh, so, uh, to kind of to give these three options without breaking them down further uh, isn't really fair because is the fish uh, wild caught or is it farm raised? And if it's wild caught, uh, where was it caught? Because you know, um, radiation levels in the fish, if it's from the Pacific, can be a factor. Um, if it's farm caught, then you're only getting about half the nutrients that it would be uh, if it was wild caught is it sustainably caught you know it's a whole there's a whole bunch of options there uh you know is the chicken you know is it from a factory farm or is it from you know a small farm is it injected with hormones uh and same thing with the beef so uh his answer was that the beef taco is the best for you which is also astounding in itself because uh, you know, if you do the research or if you listen to me or talk to me, you know that beef isn't good for you. And yeah, you get protein from it, but that protein can cause serious health effects down the, lot, 
uh, down the line and uh, can raise your cholesterol, uh, heart disease, hypertension, uh, osteoporosis, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think his angle is to kind of eat whatever you want uh, and just enjoy it, but choose the best of the worst. I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's not really leading people to healthier lives, if you ask my opinion. And then at the end, you know, at the end of his segment, he goes on to say, you know, it's fine to have that piece of bacon or have some bacon or whatever he said about bacon, but it was uh, encouraging you to eat bacon. Uh, I'm not sure if he knows this or not, uh, or if he knows it and just doesn't care, but but bacon's been classified as a carcinogen. Uh, so it, technically it's in the same category as a cigarette. So, you know, if you're giving, if you're giving health advice and, and nutrient advice, uh, nutritional advice, you're not going to tell your client to go smoke a cigarette, uh, which is essentially what he's what he's doing. So I'm not sure um, if I'd put much stock in what Vinny Tortorich has to say. Um, I'd be happy to talk with him if he finds out that I have a problem with what he's saying, uh, along with all the other bullshit that he says, um, which again, it's on a past podcast. I can't remember which one. Listen to them all. Uh, or you can just... Uh, email or, or message me and I'll, I'll talk about it with you. So let's get into the, uh, the myths. Um, so I have here uh, three myths that I want to go over. And uh, the first one is the biggest one. And it's the biggest question that I get. I already did a whole podcast about it, um, but it's protein. And it's the myth that vegans or pl- people who are on a, you know, either mostly or totally plant-based diet don't get enough protein. And the fact is that you know, a considerable amount of protein can be served uh, in a normal plant-based or vegan diet. Um, you, you know, you only need 8 to 10% of your calories to be from protein, um, and that translates roughly to uh, 0.8 grams per every 2.2 pounds of body weight. So it's 0.8 grams for every kilo. Um, so for me, being 6 foot, 200 pounds, I only need about 75 grams of protein a day, if I feel like I want to kick it up a little bit, I go to 85. But again, I don't need any kind of protein shakes. Uh, I've said it a million times. The only time I have a protein shake is if I uh, need a meal on the go. It's not a, as in addition to my meal. I get so much protein. Like from, you know, I have at least one huge salad a day. And by huge, I mean like 12 cups of salad. Um, and, and in that salad are at least two different types of leafy greens. And I put about 14 different veggies in it, raw veggies. And I get plenty of protein from that. Um, and, and combine that with, you know, all the other food that I eat in a day uh, in my eight-hour eating block, because I do intermittent fasting, uh, I have zero problem getting protein. Um, so so the, the whole myth about not getting enough protein as a vegan or, or on a plant-based diet is is false. And it's uh, it's it's tough for people to kind of get around because we've been taught ever since we were little that you know we need these animal products to give us our protein so we can be strong and healthy. When in fact um, these animal products give us uh, number one too much protein. That's why uh, your body can only use so much protein, and and the rest gets flushed out. So you're pretty much wasting your money, wasting your time uh, with these you know these whey isolate protein shakes that people slam after the gym that have you know they'll consume 200 grams of protein a day and then they wonder why they have these horrible smelling shits 
uh, it's because your body is taking the protein that you put in and just flushing it back out because it's in excess and your body doesn't need it, doesn't want it, can't use it. Um, so without, you know, without repeating too much of myself from the protein podcast, if you missed that one, go back and listen to it. Um, but it's the biggest question that I get. It's the biggest myth perpetrated uh, about the vegan or plant-based diet. Uh, and it's simply false. So moving on. Um, the second myth is that eating wholly plant-based or totally vegan uh, it's, is unhealthy. Uh, in reality, uh, studies have shown that vegans have lower cholesterol, a lower BMI, lower triglyceride, and lower triglyceride levels than uh, people who eat animal products. Whether it's you know solely animal products or or ninety nine percent animal products, like I've had clients do, uh, or you know a 50-50 split, um, and we eating a, a plant based diet, you have those lower triglyceride levels. Um, and if it, triglyceride levels, if you have, if you have elevated levels, then, um, studies have shown that you have an increased risk of heart disease and heart disease is the number one killer. Uh, so by eating a plant-based diet, you're lowering your risk of heart disease. Uh, among other things, you know, your average, your, your BMI, um, people who are on a plant-based diet, the average, the average BMI uh, for those people is around 23 and a half. For meat eaters uh, or people who eat animal products, it's closer to 30. Uh, likewise, the average cholesterol levels in males who are on a plant-based diet, and that's a totally plant-based diet, are you looking, they're sitting around 157 in females, it's about 156 and a half. Um, and that's total cholesterol. Uh, meat eaters, for males, it's closer to 190. So it's 190 for meat eaters who are males versus 157. Um, and in females, it's clo- it's closer to 196 who are meat eaters and weigh that against the 156 and a half. So um, you can see the cholesterol levels are much lower, which, you know, I don't want to digress too much, but I've had uh, two or three clients of mine who have high cholesterol and they've gone to their doctor and the doctor has flat out said that a change in diet will do nothing for their cholesterol, um, which I got a lot of problems with because uh, they're doing their 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 clients their patients a disservice. Uh, obviously, it can help. Is it the you know the magic pill? Is it the cure all? Uh, it depends. It depends if it's hereditary. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Uh, your cholesterol might be too high. And, and eating a plant-based diet might bring it down a lot, but you still might be over the over the, the recommended level. So, um, but to say that it doesn't have any effect or it's not going to help it at all uh, is irresponsible. Uh, doctors should be doing anything they can to uh, promote a healthier diet. And if you have high cholesterol and, and you ask your doctor, if I switch to a plant-based diet, will that help? Fuck yeah, it's going to help. Absolutely. Give it a go. Why not? What's there to lose? If it doesn't help your cholesterol, it'll help everything else. It'll help your 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 uh, BMI help your energy levels, your mood, your clarity, um, heart disease. There's so many things: cancer, uh, Alzheimer's. So, uh, anyway, I don't want to get too angry about that. But um, getting back to the the myth that vegan diets are unhealthy. So, triglyceride levels, those levels that that can lower the the um, the chance of heart disease uh, in 
people who eat a solely plant-based diet, their triglyceride levels are around 86 and a half. In, in meat eaters, it's closer to 107 and a half. So there's a, a vast difference there also. So you can see that there's this big gap between 186 and a half and 107 and a half um, that you can reduce your heart disease and heart attack levels uh, from. Um, and, and just to add on, according to the British Journal of Cancer, people who eat totally plant-based meals or vegan meals are 45% less likely to, to develop cancer of the blood and 12% likely, less likely to develop cancer overall. Uh, so getting back to um, you know asking your doctor whether a change of diet will help cholesterol, it could, uh, but the studies have shown that it helps so many other things and, and cancer is just one of them. So do yourself a favor, try to incorporate as many plants as you can and you'll you'll feel better you'll look better and, and mo you know most of all you're gonna reduce your chance of all these diseases of affluence um, if you don't know what diseases of affluence are throw me a letter uh, and I'll be happy to explain it to you um, so did I say that there are three myths there, there are actually four myths so the third myth is that uh, and this is one that I get a lot is that eating a plant-based diet is expensive uh, I have not found that to be true. So, you know, while it seems that there are uh, a ton of, you know, these dollar menu fast food items, you can get a, you know, I think I think the new one is 12 nuggets for like a dollar or something like that, which is disgusting because if, if they're putting in quality stuff, it's going to be much more expensive than that. So you're getting all the ground up garbage that's left over. Uh, and, 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 you know, not to get off topic too much again, but since when did our focus become getting as much food as we can for the littlest price uh, and, and not worrying about the nutritional content? You know, it used to be, when, at least when I was growing up, and I'm only 31, uh, so it wasn't that long ago, but it was, there was more of a emphasis on, on uh, how good things were for you, you know, the nutrient content. Um, I don't see that anymore anywhere really unless it's like you know a, a health food based food uh, but certainly not at fast food so you know there's all these fast food dollar menu stuff uh, but but in reality if you go plant-based you're not going to break break the bank uh, there's actually a study that came out of iowa state university um, plant protein used in the vegan diet is usually less expensive than animal protein um, and there are some examples, um, of, of that, um, that study. And I can send you that study if you want to see it, but they took meat eaters, breakfast, lunch, and dinner costs, the average in this study, um, and weighted against uh, totally plant-based or vegan, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the total cost, uh, uh, of the average vegan. So the meat eater spent roughly... $2.45 on breakfast, $3.40 on lunch, and on dinner, $8.80. So totaling $14.65 for the day. Uh, the the plant-based person or the vegan person spent about a buck fifty at breakfast, $2.90 at lunch, and $6.75 for dinner. Um, and this is broken down from you know total cost of groceries for the week, you know, uh, sectioned out into meals. Uh, so so for totals, you're looking at for the meat eater, 
Uh, it's about 14.65 for the day. And uh, for the vegan, it's 11.15 for the day. So uh, even if you increase the vegan food by, you know, a dollar per meal, you're still sitting at 50 cents cheaper per day than the meat eater diet. So, and, and just based on personal experience, you know, I go to the store and I buy 95% uh, raw foods. So, you know, vegetables, fruits, nuts, whatever it is, that, that, that section of the grocery store, that's produce. Um, and I spend far and away less than I did than when I was buying steaks and chicken and eggs and cheese and all that other garbage. Um, so I, I don't know, I don't know what people are buying that to propagate this myth. They're probably buying that really processed vegan stuff like those frozen vegan pizzas or the, you know, a ton of the fake vegan meat, uh, which is fine in moderation, but you only want to have a tiny little bit of that. Um, but all in all through everything that I've seen, every study that I've seen and personal experience, it is much cheaper to buy uh, uh, using a plant-based or eating a plant-based diet than uh, an animal-inclusive diet. Um, the last, the last myth is that finding vegan food is a hassle. Um, the vegan and vegetarian market between the years of 1998 and 2006 has more than quadrupled from 646 million dollars to 28 billion dollars. Um, so there, there is an exponential rise of vegan foods. Um, the, the vegetarian food market assessment, uh, has said that vegetarian food has moved from being a niche sector to a mature mainstream, mainstream sector. And I guess it depends on where you live in the, in the country or the world, um, to, to, dispel this myth because I'm sure if you live in, you know, rural Iowa, uh, where it's, you know, mostly farmland, it might be, it might be harder to find, um, vegan or plant-based food, uh, you know, at a restaurant because you can obviously do it at home. You know, it's easy to go to the grocery store and make a salad no matter where you live. Um, but for me living in, in Arizona, I live in Scottsdale, um, and it is kind of a plant-based forward area. You know, every restaurant that I go to has some option for me. Uh, I even went to this restaurant. There's a restaurant uh, in Old Town Scottsdale called Citizen Public House. And it is a very meat-heavy restaurant. They have, like, um, bacon fat popcorn and duck burgers. And it's, like, it's really heavy meat food. Um, and I asked the guy, you know, if they have anything vegan. And... He uh, actually, I didn't even ask him. I ordered something and left off like the cheese and and the meat. And he asked me if I was vegan. I said, yeah. He said, you know, we have a, a something that's off the menu, uh, that's a vegan dish, and it was like this delicious stuffed acorn squash with a, a ton of fancy stuff. But my point is this. My point is, uh, if it's not on the menu, you can usually ask the server, and the chef will be happy to whip something up for you because it is becoming more mainstream, and it's. And it's and it's not so niche anymore, and people are aware that that there is a growing amount of people who are plant based and vegan, and they want to accommodate you. You know, no restaurant wants to lose a customer, uh, so if they have to whip something up for you, nine times out of ten they will. 
I've never had a problem. Even if I go to a bar um, and they don't really have, uh, you know, bar food's kind of hard to, to, to twist around to make it uh, plant-based or vegan if they don't have like a, a vegan vegetarian burger or something. Um, but there's, they're, always, they're always willing to make a gigantic big salad for you that's not on the menu uh, with no chicken or anything in it. Um, to, to touch on that also, uh, more and more burger places are offering vegan and plant-based burgers. Uh, there's a couple places here that uh, that have really great ones. So you know, don't don't be shy to to ask your server if they have an option for you. Uh, I my money is on that they do. Um, and then I, you know, there's some other facts here <coughs> that I wanted to uh, some, some fun facts that I wanted to to point out. So there. There are a bunch of, you know, there's a lot of celebrities and historical figures who are and were plant-based. Uh, some of those, Brad Pitt, vegan, uh, Alec Baldwin. Uh, there's um, evidence that Leonardo da Vinci was, Weird Al Yankovic, Mike Tyson. Um, and Tyson actually uh, was asked the question um, how he feels about being vegan. And he said, quote, incredible. I wish I was born this way. When you find out about the processed stuff you've been eating, I wonder why I was crazy for all those years, uh, end quote. I would argue to say that he probably is still crazy. Uh, but in the food, he's uh, making some strides, which is pretty awesome. Um, there is a fact here that in 2009, um, the vegetarian resource group Harris Poll found that about 1% of the U.S. youth population from ages to 8 to 18 uh, are vegan. So that's that's super young to be aware. You know, I didn't become vegan until I was about 25, 26. So uh, it looks like the trend is starting to to move towards uh, younger generations, which, which is awesome. The, you know, the sooner you can get on a plant-based diet, the longer you're going to be healthier. Um, among young Vegetarians in the United States, three uh, percent of males uh, are full vegans. So you're taking a section of vegetarians and you're asking which ones are actually vegans. Three uh, percent of males uh, and two percent of females. So it's not you know there's this there's this stigma that if you're a man you should be eating meat and hunting and all that garbage. Uh, but m apparently more studies have shown that more men are plant-based than women, which is awesome. You know, it's manly to be plant-based and have that compassion uh, for yourself and for animals and the world. Um, so uh, if, if you want me to send you this, uh, this sheet that I have uh, along with those, those myths dispelled, I'd be happy to. Um, you can also find it at, uh, oh, this is a long a long link. So just, just email me or message me. I'll be happy to share it with you, or I can send you the actual, um, uh, paper via, uh, email instead of having to find this, this link. Cause it's one of those long ones. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, uh, if you have any questions, like I said, don't hesitate to ask me, uh, via email or direct message, mainlyplants.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, Ryan at mainlyplants.com at Mainly Plants on any of the social media. Um, also, if you want to be a guest, we're uh, compiling a list uh, and topics to go over with these people. I'd be happy to squeeze you in. 
uh, whenever we can. Uh, you don't have to be local. I can do also do it on Scott, Skype. Um, but in the meantime, go eat some veggies.